0: TripAdvisor has six billion visits a year. If you want to know how to rank and rate highly on there, keep listening to this episode. The One Question Podcast, answering today's big questions for business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, it's Mike here from The One Question Podcast. Welcome to episode one. Today, I'm joined by Kieran, and we're going to be talking about TripAdvisor.
1: Lovely. Thanks, Mike. I think the first question I want to start with is, I think we all know we need to use TripAdvisor, But I'd really like to know why it is so important to be used.
0: Uh, TripAdvisor is really important. They get, I think it was last year now, 2018, they hit half a billion views a month now on TripAdvisor worldwide. And in the UK, it's something like 60, 70 million so therefore, effectively, it's a, it's a shop window. It's a website for your business, effectively. And it's evolving over time. But effectively, you're on there by default. You can't really not be on there. All of your customers are on there, and all of your potential customers are on there. And therefore, it is so important, not just as a website, but it's important to have a strategy of how you manage it because without it, it's it's the Wild West and it has a negative connotation to it, but it's it's absolutely key.
1: Yeah, I think when you touched on the negative, I, I know myself included and I'm sure others are always a little bit scared about the negative reviews we get from customers. So ultimately, like, is TripAdvisor, is it a friend or is it a foe? Is it... Uh
0: the answer to that is honestly it's both. It can be your best friend at the end of the day it's the best free marketing tool on the internet for hospitality end of. But it also can be a foe because as we know, you know, your online reputation can be destroyed in a heartbeat on there if someone goes on there and has a go and that goes viral on social media etc. So it can be both. I do think 99% of people in hospitality see it as a as a negative thing. Uh but I suppose the opportunity there is if you see it as a positive and actually manage it, it's a huge positive. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of TripAdvisor. You know, I'm not saying it's perfect, but, you know, nowadays the cost of advertising in all offline or online is so high and the return can be so low is, you know, here's a, here's a business that managed well is telling the world on your behalf how great you are. So to me, it's a friend, but also I do understand the fear of it.
1: Okay, I I think a good question for me is like, are my customers actually using TripAdvisor? Do my customers actually read reviews?
0: Last year, I think it hit 98% of people now regularly read online reviews. Effectively, hospitality is the most reviewed niche in the world, by far, so therefore, effectively, everybody is checking TripAdvisor. I think the shift change for me maybe in the last 12, 18 months was I think people used to check TripAdvisor. Let's say, for instance, I'm going to Southampton for a weekend and I don't live in Southampton, obviously. I would use TripAdvisor maybe to look for a hotel and look for a restaurant, etc. I think the shift change has been now it's it's localised that. So even if you are living in a, a town or a city, you are still using it regularly to check local restaurants, to check that they're still as good as they were, what are people saying, etc. So are your customers on there looking? Yes, all of them and regularly would be my answer.
1: Okay, so you mentioned about when you go to a specific area looking on TripAdvisor. I noticed there's a couple of different stats on TripAdvisor. So we've got ranking and rating. So really, it'd be good to understand what the difference is between the two of those.
0: Okay, the one that probably, it was always in the past with TripAdvisor, it was about your ranking. So effectively, TripAdvisor, let's say there were 300 restaurants or 300 hotels in, in an area, is you would get a ranking. you'd be number one, number 10, number 60, et cetera. Um, TripAdvisor have tried to make that more granular now. They're trying to give more insight than just a number, and therefore you get a rating, which you always had, but that rating now is shown much higher up. So, for example, you could be a four, on TripAdvisor there are bubbles, but effectively they're stars. It's a five-star rating, but they are bubbles. So you could have a four-bubble hotel and you could be third in terms of ranking. So although they are different things, they do partly go together, saying that you can get some five-bubble restaurants that are a hundredth, And you can get some four-bubble restaurants that are in the top five. So they are separate from each other. And as much as TripAdvisor are trying to still push people to not look at the ranking as much, and it's it's no longer shown quite as obviously as it was, ultimately people still find where does it rank. And if you're going out in a strange city and you're standing in front of two restaurants and one of them is ranked number three and one of them is ranked number 33 you are going to make your decision on the ranking.
1: Okay, so that leads me on. So if the ranking is obviously what my customers are, basing on whether they come to my my restaurant or my hotel, is there is there a way? How would I improve my ranking? How would I climb up in the ranks? Is it as simple as just getting more positive reviews and less negative reviews?
0: Uh, it used to be. It really did back in the day, as we say. Uh, it was basically you just needed to get a, a lump of positive reviews, not too many negatives, and that pretty much decided where you landed. To be fair to TripAdvisor, and I I totally agree with it, is they changed, they created what they call the popularity index algorithm, which sounds very complicated, and it is more complicated than it used to be. But effectively, that algorithm takes into consideration other factors around how where you rank and where you rate. The reason for that is obvious. We now live in a a real-time social media world, and what it's all about today and not yesterday, and therefore. For example, a review from a year ago is nowhere near as valid as a review from from an hour ago, etc. So TripAdvisor tried to level the playing field as well because I could have an established 10-year-old hotel and then a new hotel pops up and they're never going to beat me. If it's just based on the lump of reviews, they're always going to be low down and they can't do anything about it. So they bought in a much more real time. For example, back in the day, your ranking and rating was updated every month. So once it was updated, it would sit for a month and you knew where you were for the month. Now it can literally change twice a day. So it's much more real time and there are a lot more factors involved in that algorithm.
1: So um, another question. So I know my online reputation, as you've said, is so important and obviously my ranking and rating on TripAdvisor. Does does this ranking and rating also help me get seen more online overall?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, if you go, if you look at, say, Google, obviously people still use Google for their main search engines, or Bing is still in a, in a different demographic maybe. But if I was to go in and type the name of your hotel or restaurant, I would say 50% of the time it will be the TripAdvisor page that will come up top, 50% of the time it will be your website, depending on SEO. But effectively, TripAdvisor is always up there, always up there. And because some of the extra information pulls through without even clicking on the link, they've already got an opinion of the quality of your business from that search result.
1: Perfect. So it leads me on. So our business, we've been around for ages. Absolutely ages. And there are some new restaurants locally that have only opened in the last sort of six months, but they're already ahead of us on TripAdvisor. Yep. Um I only have a few reviews. Is this something that's affecting my ranking? Is this why they're ranking more than me?
0: Okay. Well, if I explain to you how the popular how the you know, I said to you about the algorithm a little while ago. If I explain to you how it works, I think that will probably clear for you why people rank where they are and what the challenges are. So there are there are four factors now in the algorithm so the first one is recency as i said earlier the more recent a review is the more valuable it is effectively what that means is reviews decay so the value of a review today is a lot more than it will be in a week and a lot more than it will be in six months etc therefore the algorithm over time will decay reviews now you could say oh that's bad because if i get some really great reviews they're going to decay the nice thing with that is if you do go through a bad patch and maybe pick up some less than positive reviews is actually it's fish and chip wrappers it's gone over time so recency really was the big change when they bought the more complicated algorithm in the second one is frequency so it's all about a regular flow of reviews much better than sporadic you know i see quite a few businesses almost go on a you know there's a pattern they will get an email from TripAdvisor. it will say here are some reviews that you've got they'll log in they'll find they've got a negative review It will completely destroy their day. They will then grab an email list or make sure that every customer that comes in and out of the business for the next two days, they ask them to leave reviews and they go with the logic of wipe it off my page, get it down so people don't spot the review. The problem with that is, especially with this decaying thing, is it's not a good long-term strategy because actually you might actually go up the rankings but then you'll just drop straight back down. So in terms of how you manage it, you need an evergreen uh, strategy for your TripAdvisor that you're always doing. So don't go on little campaigns. What they're looking for is regular flow of reviews. And once you've almost got a baseline of reviews, let's say you're a little restaurant and you're getting on average three reviews a week, which is fine, Um, then try and push that to four. Don't go and try and get 25 in a week by going a bit mad at it and then forgetting about it for a while because to TripAdvisor, It just it means your rating and ranking doesn't become stable. And it's good for you to get a stable. And by stable, I mean, you know, it was always aspirational. I want to be number one on TripAdvisor. And back in the day of when it was updated every month, that could happen. And you'd put, you know, stickers on the windows and uh, A boards outside saying we're number one on TripAdvisor. Nowadays, I would say your aspiration should be front page. Yeah, you will you will get obsessed with trying to get to number one and stay in there because I would argue it's impossible now. I would say, regularly and consistently being on the front page is certainly an achievable uh, target. So, one of the other factors is quality of reviews. No two reviews are now the same. Used to be. So, you could see it, you could come to my hotel and leave a review just saying, uh, Great stay. Another person could come to my hotel and they could leave a a huge two side A4 review with photos, with a real detailed review, and they were just classed as being a review. So TripAdvisor said, well, actually, what people want is they want detail. Customers want detail. They want to be able to read, you know, when you say great food, a review that says the steak was amazing with the peppercorn sauce and the the service from the waiter, Steve, was out of this world, etc., holds more value. So, therefore, the more detailed, I suppose, a review is, the higher quality the review is, the more ranked up on the algorithm. The other thing is you'll spot on TripAdvisor now is you can leave helpful votes, for other people's reviews. Therefore, if you leave a review and it gets a lot of thumbs up and people saying, hey, that was a great review from Kieran, that review in the algorithm for your ranking and rating is higher up because effectively, people TripAdvisor go, people think that's a very good review of that business. Therefore, what that person is saying and what they've clicked on has more value than someone who hasn't got as many helpful reviews. And then the good old one is quantity. At the end of the day, the more reviews, the better, ultimately. But when you bring those four things together, and this is key, what you need to aim for is consistency. The reason for that is consistency will give you stability in terms of where where you rank and where you rate. Consistency is key. TripAdvisor are so hot on fake reviews and just uh, weird activity that consistency will give them reassurance that it's a genuine, you know, it's organic, it's organic business, organic reviews, and therefore it can be trusted. So bringing those things, those four factors together, uh, will definitely give you consistency. Where most businesses go wrong is that they do one or two of the factors and not others. So therefore they may be getting quite a high quantity of reviews, but they're all one-line reviews. Or they've got some quite recent reviews but the frequency isn't there. So they've got two reviews this week, but they didn't get any reviews for three weeks before that, et cetera. So just understanding the factors in the algorithm alone, that is the key really to ranking and rating highly would already put you ahead of your competitors.
1: Okay, that's that's a brilliant insight there. For me, I mean, the first thing that we would need to focus on is actually getting more people to know about our TripAdvisor and and getting our customers to actually know to go on to leave a review on TripAdvisor. Have you got any advice on, on how I could do that?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can. Uh, the first thing to do is ask people to leave a review. I know it sounds a bit obvious, but most most businesses don't. Um, there's a stat from Bright Local that said seventy percent of people who agree to leave a review go on to do so. So, for example, if you come to my restaurant and at the end of the evening you say, "Mike, that was the best steak I've ever had," I'm going to say. You can do me a favour and tell the world on TripAdvisor. You know, conversational. It's it's standard stuff, but a lot of businesses don't do it. Whether they're scared to ask if people are happy, or it just doesn't occur to them maybe to do it. But to get those more reviews in, the other obvious thing is is, is put collateral around your business. You know, TripAdvisor themselves will give you marketing material. Use the material that they will give you. Give out little business. They do little business cards, inexpensive, that they'll post you. That will say, remember to tell the world on TripAdvisor, you know, put some point of sale within your restaurant, A, to amplify the fact that you are proud to be on there, because ultimately, by saying we're proud to be on TripAdvisor, what that says to me is you're not scared of it. You're not not trying to avoid the conversation, but as a business, you should be asking people to leave reviews on TripAdvisor. As a, not just you as a business owner either. It should be trained through all of your staff as well.
1: Yeah, I was about to say. I think that's a, a struggle of mine is getting the team to also ask for reviews. Like, I think that's one of the biggest struggles we have is is yeah getting all the team members to
0: yeah I mean there's there's a million and one ways to 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 help that. you know first thing I would always recommend is get a notice board back a house and put up on their recent reviews for a start because it brings it front of mind just how important it is. and so they might be negative as well. so don't just pick the great stuff, especially if it's back a house, you know let's an honesty check here, put up the reviews. you know things like saying to staff, if there's a positive review and they happen to mention you in it, there's a you know a five pound Amazon voucher or something. Get a culture where the staff are aware of TripAdvisor. So if you have weekly staff meetings, put that on the agenda. Where are we on TripAdvisor? What are we doing? We've had 15 reviews this week. We've had a lot of people saying how oh, great the service is, a few people saying that this isn't quite right. So let's get some improvement in that area, et cetera. As a as a business owner, it's your job to push, push that data. or or not data insight that's what really we're looking for is is take what people are saying and feed that back through your staff and ultimately improve on it you know if people are saying that it could be better work with your staff and say look i'm not moaning at you i'm not saying the service isn't good our customers are telling the world our service isn't good and ultimately you should have a workforce you know they they should understand the value of of online reputation and trip advisor and it's i would argue your job as a business owner to be communicating that to them
1: of course. Is there so in order for me to to share this information with my team? Is there an easy way that I can track how I'm doing? So can I see like the number of reviews I'm getting per month? or yeah, you
0: can log in. So into Tripadvisor, the first thing to do is you can you should claim your business page. Quite a few businesses haven't. You go and claim your page because you're obviously on there by default. You've you don't register your business on there. You just appear. So therefore, you should claim that. That takes five minutes. So to claim your business, you go on TripAdvisor, you find your business page. If it hasn't been claimed, at the top it says claim this business. It asks you for a credit card. It doesn't charge you. It's merely to basically prove authenticity, and then you'll get access to claim your page. Once you claim your page, you get access to what they call the management center, and in the management center, there is a load of different things you can do in there, but one of them is you've got insights. So you can go into insights. Now, there's two versions of insights with TripAdvisor. There's some free insights, which is the the things you were talking about, is things like how many reviews am I getting? What's my average bubble rating broken down by month? So you can therefore look for improvement. And they're graphs that you can download, print out, stick on a notice board, show the team that your bubble ratings are improving or your rankings improving, etc. The second types of insight is TripAdvisor ultimately is a business. You know, they're not a public body. They do try and make money uh, and they make money in a few ways. Uh, one of those ways is they will charge you extra a month to get advanced insights. So you can go in there and get more in-depth analytics. And My advice is to start with the basics first, get that to become a process. TripAdvisor always do free trials of their, their paid products. So if you then think, oh, actually, I want to you know, get a bit deeper and look under the hood a little bit more, take a free month of the advanced insights and see whether or not there's some, some things in there that give value. But I would argue to start with just those basic insights of how many reviews and what's our average ratings, et cetera, is more than enough to be getting busy with.
1: Okay, that's brilliant. I've definitely heard about review gating, and um, there's tools out there a lot of businesses use.
0: Um, yeah, okay. So review gating this is a this is a well, I wouldn't say a bone of contention. It's it's just not something I'd recommend you do. Basically, what review gating and there's I suppose there's two ways of looking at review gating. So let let me explain what it is. Review gating means you ask a customer with a tool, and there are loads of them out there on the market. Uh, basically, you ask them uh, what they thought of the experience with you. If they then click that they were happy with the experience, or you know they would they, they were keen on it, it then says, "Oh, would you tell the world on TripAdvisor? Please click here." If they say they're not happy with it, then it usually asks them to just leave a bit of feedback, or it just says, "Thanks for letting us know, etc." So effectively, what you're doing is you are pre-qualifying that you know the people that you are pushing to these sites are happy. Now, the problem with that, there are lots of problems with that. Firstly, if TripAdvisor find out you're doing it, you're going to get yourself in a world of pain because if nothing else, they're going to stick a big red box on your business page saying, don't trust the reviews of this business because we believe they are massaged, which is going to be a a, a killer for your reputation. They may delist you completely, so you just become invisible. And there may also be some legal recourse there. So in terms of using some of these review gating tools, is just don't do it because ultimately it also isn't going to help you. Because if you are uh, given a false impression online, you're just going to get customers coming to you believing you're something that you're not, and you're, you're actually going to bring operational issues in. So these review gating tools are not good. Saying that, the reason I say I'd look at it two ways is as far as you conversationally as a business, review gating, if you want to look at it that way, totally, you know. If I know a customer isn't happy, go and deal with the issue. Put it right, deal with it, and then they won't tell the world on TripAdvisor. Yeah. If someone says to you, Kieran, best stay I've ever had in a hotel, ask them to tell the world on TripAdvisor. That is normal human uh, behavior, and that absolutely you should be doing that. Should you be using one of these tools that automatically de-dupes out unhappy customers? No. I think it's, for many reasons, it's just not not something I would do full stop.
1: Yeah, that makes complete sense. So just thinking logically, if I'm not going to be gating the reviews, I obviously want another way in, in making my TripAdvisor profile to, to be the best it can be. So I've registered in a local area or in our city. Yep. Is there anything else I can do to improve my profile?
0: Yeah, loads of things. So for a start, when you say you've registered in your local town or city, uh, something very, very few businesses know is you can actually register your business in multiple areas. So let's say for, I'll give you an example. Let's say you live... Uh, four miles from one town and five miles from another town, your your little restaurants in a village in between the two. You obviously want to be visible, and therefore you can ask TripAdvisor, you go in the management centre, you contact them, and you literally say, look, I'm between two towns, can you please register me in both? You get literally two completely separate rankings, the ratings obviously the same because it's your business but you get separate rankings and you you appear in both so first thing is is look at your location make sure your page data is all up to date and a lot of businesses aren't you know make sure you've got your opening times your cuisine type your Price point, your opening hours, your etc., etc., etc. Make sure all of your data is bang up to date. Make sure you've got new photos on there. You can log into the management center. If you're a restaurant, make sure you've got photography of your food dishes. If you're a hotel, maybe photography of the rooms, the grounds, etc., because you know, people want to see, we're a very visual people, people want to see what things look like.
1: Yeah, because was what I was going to ask, is can you, can you pick and choose what photos are the ones that come up on your profile when someone goes on?
0: Kind of. You can, believe it or not, you can recommend to TripAdvisor which photos you think are a good representation, but they reserve the right to make that decision. If you pay TripAdvisor back to these paid options, it allows you to have a featured photo, so you can pick like a proper sort of key photo and use that but generally i've even on the free plan you can recommend so i would go in make sure you've got current imagery on there and show the ones that you want featured and the chances are they will make it through and they'll be fine it is absolutely key and again this is something a lot of businesses don't do is purge off old photos google as the biggest search engine in the world, is very favourable towards TripAdvisor images. Therefore, if someone types in the name of your business and in any way looks at images, it usually has pulled your TripAdvisor images through into Google. So therefore, if you've, let's say, for instance, in the reception area of the hotel, you've got photography, but then you've gone and spent you know, good money on a refurb, is make sure you go in there and purge the old photos. It's not like Facebook where it's like, oh, I like the history, you know, I want to see my history. If you don't purge them off... Again, people may see those photographs coming through in other channels and think, oh, that looks a bit dated when actually it's not. It's bang up to date. Or obviously, if it's if you're in a restaurant and it's your menu and you're showing on there a a dish that you no longer serve, then then make sure that you remove it. So, you know, five, 10 minutes, I was going to say a day, maybe a week in just looking at your profile. Is it up to date? It's a brochure for your business and therefore make sure that it really does show what the proposition is.
1: Okay, so that's brilliant. Talking on the on the idea of improving improving our profile on TripAdvisor, I've heard a lot about Review Express. Not really too sure on what it is, so I don't know if you've got any insight on, on what it is. Should I be using it? Right,
0: Review Express, firstly what it is, uh, back to this management center console. So Review Express allows you to upload a list of customers email addresses who've recently visited your business you upload them to TripAdvisor TripAdvisor then go out to the customer and say hi Steve we're aware you've recently stayed at this establishment or dined at this establishment would you be prepared to you know leave a short review etc so effectively TripAdvisor Review Express Will get you more reviews because it moves it into the third person. TripAdvisor are asking on on behalf of, and also because then TripAdvisor knows that you've been there. For example, if you log into TripAdvisor in a couple of months' time, it will remind you to leave a review. So Review Express, they they report that it gets you about thirty percent more reviews than you would normally get if you didn't use Review Express. The reason I personally would say don't use it is you should own the customer and you are literally giving TripAdvisor a list of your customers and I would argue the customer is your customer why would you want to give their email to another business and it is a business you've got to remember TripAdvisor is a business Yeah, you, know, you can now pay to use TripAdvisor to sell rooms for your hotel or sell chairs and diners in your restaurant and your opposition maybe why would you want to tell TripAdvisor who your customers are. If you want to get a thirty percent uplift in reviews, instead of using Review Express, sit your team down, explain the the value of having a good TripAdvisor rating and ranking, and give them the skills training, uh, role play, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, to ask for more reviews. You can get a thirty percent uplift yourself if you've got a list of all your customers' emails. Email them. Keep it personal. Hi, everyone. I know you've recently dined with us. I'd love you to tell the world, et cetera, et cetera. So my advice on Review Express is not to use it and to have your own strategies for it. But it, but it is there and a lot of businesses use it. And if you want to use it, then absolutely go for it.
1: So to me personally, I'm a, in the hospitality industry, very busy industry, I'm a very busy person. It, It sounds like it's quite a lot of work. So I don't know if you had any advice on should I be reaching out to maybe external agencies to help me or hiring someone within my team to personally manage the page for me?
0: I think it's a lot of work if you try and solve everything at once. If you don't do any management of your TripAdvisor and then try and reply to the last hundred reviews, you're going to be sitting there all day. So I would say make it a five minute a day task as opposed to a five hours every other month task because then it just becomes part of the process would never get an external agency. There are a load of businesses out there that will reply to your TripAdvisor reviews for you and will manage your online reputation for you. Our honest opinion is never in a million years. They're your customer. You need to be dealing with them. If You you should value them enough that regardless of their sentiment, whether they're, they're happy or not, you should be dealing with them. You cannot get an external agency To talk to your customers because they don't know the issues they don't know the context they're not your voice etc so I would dedicate somebody within your business as an individual with a backup to manage your online reputation and as a business owner that may well not be you it may be front of house manager or somebody like that it's somebody with with the maturity and the knowledge to be able to reply in a professional manner someone who can deal with the issues Someone who can communicate well with customers, but also communicate those issues back into the business. But as a business owner, that may well not be you. And obviously, it depends on the size of your business. If you're a small little restaurant, it is. If you're a large hotel, it probably isn't. But someone should be actively managing the reputation. You shouldn't be waiting to get a negative review, hear about it on the grapevine and then worry about it.
1: Is it best practice then for either myself or, or the person in my team to be replying to every review on TripAdvisor, negative, positive?
0: Yeah, yeah, you should be replying to every review, every time. So it's very disruptive. You know, we're living in a new era nowadays. It's all about building relationships and building nurturing those relationships with customers. It is very disruptive as a business to say thanks for a thanks. You know, you think how many times you get asked for feedback nowadays in all different spheres. And, you know, if you go back and say, yeah, really good business, really appreciate it. When have you ever got back? Thanks for a thanks. You know, it just doesn't doesn't happen. And therefore, if someone has taken time out of their day to leave a review and say they had a great experience with your business, take a bit of time out of your day to say really appreciate that and if they've mentioned a member of staff then make sure that you say to them i'm going to personally let that member of staff know because it will make their day they'll think oh well brilliant you know i said steve was great and he's going to get a tap on the back etc if someone has been negative about the business then deal with it Deal with it, you know, chat to them, talk to them, engage them, acknowledge if, you know, you're in the wrong, say you're in the wrong and put it right. If you're not in the wrong, just keep it factual with them. But every single TripAdvisor review you should be replying to.
1: And I suppose you're saying you should not be replying with like a generic response. It needs to be personal. It needs to be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, again,
0: it's it's we're human to human. You know, if don't get me wrong, there may be a format you can use in terms of if you're just getting a lot of, you know, great service or great food, you may say, well, yeah, pretty much I go back and say, on behalf of my entire team, we thank you very much and look forward to welcoming you back soon. But if someone has specifically called something out, you know, said something like, oh, wow, the new reception area in this hotel looked amazing – then go back and say, you know, oh, we're so pleased you like it. Uh, we spent, you know, ages getting it all looking good and and the team would take a great pride, etc. is every single response, you know, it's going to land back in that person's mailbox. So make their day by being human and talking to them.
1: Makes complete sense. But on the, on the other scale, so talking on replying to the review, so just say someone theoretically has left me a really inappropriate review. It's completely false. It's not a real representation of an experience has happened. What's the process I'd need to take? How do I go about? Do I reply to them? Do I can I report it?
0: If it literally is completely made up, then my advice would be go in the management centre, contact Tripadvisor. You generally, from from my experience of dealing with Tripadvisor, generally they will take the customer side. So it can be quite difficult sometimes to get them to come to your way of thinking. Therefore, the way I found to work well with that is you've got to be factual. You can't just go on there and say, hi TripAdvisor, it's Kieran, somebody said my hotel's a bit rubbish, can it be removed, please? Because they literally will write back and say, uh, as per our terms and conditions, all reviews are triple, and all of this. So you need to be factual. So therefore, almost do an overwhelm to them in terms of if somebody said, you know, the chicken was awful in the restaurant and you think, well, we don't even serve chicken in the restaurant, then when you contact them, don't just say we don't serve chicken, it's actually put the menu, send them the menu and say, look, you'll see on our menu, we don't serve chicken, etc. Go over the top to TripAdvisor to go, look, we will not, you know, this isn't right, this is fake. What TripAdvisor will do is they put the review, if they want to investigate and don't just say no, they put the review in limbo. So it gets removed, they then contact the person who, did the review and say the hotel or the restaurant are not you know believe this not to be true can you please review etc and it goes into almost like a mediation service but ultimately the judge and the jury is TripAdvisor on whether or not the review the review states. And sometimes, you know, we've had businesses where people have left reviews for the wrong business by accident because they forgot the name of the restaurant, etc. And sometimes the customer will go back to TripAdvisor and say, Oh, I'm really sorry. But actually it wasn't that hotel I said, it was that. So it's always worth putting in an appeal to TripAdvisor, but make sure that you back it up with information.
1: Um, I suppose, does that work on the same as if, to say, a competitor of ours leaves a bad review on our profile or on our page? Could yeah,
0: and know? it does happen. You know, it does happen. All I would say is to, if any of your competitors happen to be listening to this, is TripAdvisor's fraud protection nowadays is so good that if you are trying to leave reviews for other businesses because you think that's a good tactic and it really isn't, then your own business will get caught out. Uh, I won't go into details of how they know, but we know we have good ideas of how they track that. So therefore, I'm not saying I'm not saying anyone listening to this is debating whether to leave fake reviews on other other competitors' pages, but just do not do it. But if they're on your page and you believe it's a local business, irregardless, really, you just need to go back to TripAdvisor and say, look, here's the facts. I don't believe this review is is genuine, and I would ask for it to be reviewed by one of your team and ask for it to be removed. But just be prepared that it may not happen. And therefore, back to really the algorithm and earlier on as we were chatting is don't let it ruin your day. At the end of the day, it will soon become old news. So move on with your life.
1: so I suppose that, that also correlates with it's not best practice because I know some businesses fake reviews on their own profile. Just don't
0: do it. Do, do, you are literally risking it all by doing it. Make sure that, and also, funnily enough, we have had businesses where the staff have done it, where they think they're almost helping the business by kind of going, oh, I'm on TripAdvisor. And I'm not saying necessarily even particularly maliciously. They've not sat down and gone, right, I'm going to say we're great. They may have loaded TripAdvisor up, and seen their own business that they work in, and gone. Oh, look! I can leave a quick review and say how oh, great we are. Is TripAdvisor will catch you out, so therefore, don't just don't do it. It is. It is just a, you are literally rolling the dice on your business.
1: Makes complete sense. So now, with, with all the knowledge that you've given me, now when I go back to work, if I'm starting to put these processes in place, what sort of timescale am I looking at? How long? In time, really, would it take for me to start seeing some some progress?
0: In terms of your ranking, then it can be reasonably quick. It, it does depend where you are, ultimately. And the one thing I probably should have said earlier is: is the key to a lot of this is is how good your business is to start with. So, at the end of the day, your products and services need to be good. You are not going to get to the top of TripAdvisor by trying to manage an online reputation for a come for a business that's not good. So, all of this advice is all really assuming that you're already good uh, and that you've dealt with products and services. You know, there will always be problems. There will always be humps in the road. Um, but generally, your business needs to be good. I would not actually do any sort of trip advisor strategy until you've sorted out issues that you, big issues that you know are there. Because all you're going to do is burn hours that you could be spending on sorting out the problems trying to almost massage uh, reputation out there so therefore i'm assuming you've got a good business so you're already hopefully ranking and rating reasonably highly on TripAdvisor. so therefore to see that move up a little bit more you're probably talking from having a good strategy in place you would be talking maybe a week a few weeks it certainly isn't going to be by the day, but you will start obviously seeing more reviews and things come in. And some of those strategies of taking those reviews and using them in your marketing and telling the team and all that stuff can start immediately. So you'll get some internal benefits from from the team feeling, you know, teams generally people love hearing good stuff. You tell people well, there's been really good reviews and it just brightens their day up. If you're thinking, well, I'm currently 16th on TripAdvisor and I want to be in the top 10, how long is it going to take? it's, you know, it's a little bit of an art form. But if you do everything that we've already recommended to you, you will get there. So therefore, you know, it's a war, not a battle and all that.
1: With all the insights you've given me so far, I think I, I think I get it. But what I'd like to finish on is, we've talked a lot about TripAdvisor, but if you could tell me a little bit more about the one question and how that fits in and, and helps out as well.
0: Yeah, so the one question, we've we basically created a, a logic. We're hospitality ourselves, you know, we've got hotels and restaurants, And, you know, we were keen really to what originally started is to understand how our customers feel. So it was more than just TripAdvisor, really. We were like, you know, we want to get lots of feedback, see how all of our customers feel, improve our products and services, do more, you know, grow lists of marketing people by understanding our customers feeling and building email lists and all of these different things that are all based really about the first thing we needed to understand is how was our relationship with the customer. So therefore, the one question is basically how happy are your customers? So that's why we call that one question. So we've now created a, a software platform that allows you to measure customer happiness in real time, and it then allows you to manage that. So the reason it obviously works really well with TripAdvisor is it allows you to understand how your customers are feeling today and it allows you to reach out to them and communicate with them. So whether or not they're happy and back to the say thanks for a thanks and make their day, or if they're not happy, service recovery and reach out to them and say, look, let's sort this out, etc. So the one question platform that we've created is a game changer in for hospitality businesses particularly. And if anyone out there wanted to find out more about it, then just go on the website, onequestion.com and one of the team will walk you through it, talk you through it, see what we can do to help you and support you. So get in touch.
1: Perfect. Lovely. Well, thank you so much for giving me the time, Mike, and, and giving us your, your knowledge. Is there anything else you want to add bef- before we go today?
0: No, all good. No, all good. Good luck with your reputation. You know, we're we talk about human to human all the time and, and chat and whatever. So if anyone out there, you know, you take any of the advice, you've got any questions that maybe we've not covered in this chat, my email address, my personal email is mike at com. So feel free to email me with any of your questions and I'll make sure that I come back to you as soon as I can. And uh, thanks for listening.
1: Thank you.